This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we'll talk about an all-star, which is the youngest all-star, and then they wipe everything about that mention at all. We'll talk about who wants to play in Philadelphia, and we'll also talk about uh, some injury news ahead of everything else. A lot of injuries, so get ready for that, folks. It's Face Off Hockey Show right about now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, everybody. Scotty Waz here. There's Johnny P there. We got a lot to get to. A lot of drama for your mama and your llama. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will have a lot of fun stuff. I don't think up. the HOA will let me have a llama. Hmm. How about some kind of emu? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see what they can go through. Uh, Johnny, you had a week. I, I had a week. Yeah. You had a week. We were um, I have a bonus bet waiting. Oh, thanks, fanatics. I don't know why fanatics is telling me that. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Are they gambling too? I guess so. <laughs> well, it's kind of a gamble whenever you order something. That is true. Um. Did I have hockey this week? Yeah, we were there. We were, talk- oh, we were talking we about it before hockey. the show. That's right. We did have hockey. I can't remember. You were the anymore. only one there. You were doing five people's jobs. I was running around doing getting, it all. Getting that cardio up. I need Get, to start working out So if I'm going to run around the rink. Picking up pucks, making sure everyone got one. It was a great time for everybody. Making sure the 150th winning game puck made it into the right hands. Well, for the coach, at least. The team already had the, the 150 because... Right. They probably didn't take the puck, though. No, no, no. Because they didn't know. They're just like, wait. Because you're the only one who knows. <laughs> I was the one keeping track, and everyone's just like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, 150th win. That was nice. Um, some good save pictures this weekend. Um, some fun pictures all around. It's a good weekend yeah. of hockey. Good weekend of hockey. Good weekend of hockey. Scotty, Waz, and Jen stayed at my house for a little while, but they realized that they had forgotten. They haven't lived here in a while, so they, they didn't realize I didn't have food or anything for other people outside of myself. It's just nothing but energy drinks and trail energy, mix. All energy drinks all the time. <laughs> I don't even think you had trail mix. I did not have trail mix, no. <sighs> I didn't have any food. No, now I were... have Tostitos in my uh, Hey, freezer. my man. I get some little like pizza rolls because <laughs> mom gave them to me. Nice. I don't know why. Oh, I got a story about that too. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, so I got that. I went to the parents' house on Sunday for uh, dinner. Got some lasagna. Nice. Came back with some Italian sausages and uh, oh, I didn't bring the. I got a foam finger. You got a great picture giving people double guns with the foam fingers. Yeah, hold on. The foam fingers is back here. Luckily, I'm um, in pants. Uh, that was about it, really. 
uh, mostly hockey. I mean, they look really cool. Yeah, as a foam finger. But they they so what happened is that uh, fence and deck connection labeled this as foam finger and seat cushion. Uh-huh. So when the orders came in, they were waiting for another box and like, no, this is both. Yeah, it's a foam finger and a seat cushion, which is bullshit because these things couldn't they they couldn't support my will to live. So how are they going to support your bottom? Pop dog, pop dog. We should have wow. got you a odd time. We should have got you a foam finger. Yeah, <coughs> I foam s- something. I sent Mark the picture. Yeah, of what happens when you sit on it. <laughs> Sit on it, Potsy. <laughs> so, yeah. Foam something. It's a foam something when you sit on it. Yeah. Um, Just really excited uh, about being uh, at the game. Yes. Yes. True. I'm going to the prospects. Oh, you are? Uh, they want uh, they want pictures, apparently. Hey, so Mazel. Jim asked me if I wanted to go to top prospects. So I'm heading there. Not like Prospect Park. No. Mm-mm. Not going to ball at Prospect Mm-mm. Park in Brooklyn? No, not yet. You mean Rucker Park? There's a Prospect Park in Brooklyn also. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm sure that they play basketball at Prospect Park. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I uh, Good, you're going out to Pittsburgh. Awesome. Heading to Pittsburgh. So I got that coming up. A little, a little road trip. Pittsburgh has a five iron also. <laughs> that I figured out so we can take our golf clubs and Jim and I can play golf. Sweet. <laughs> uh so yeah. So apparently there's a fantastic steak place oh. in uh in um Pittsburgh, the that's pon- what Jim tells me. Ponderosa. Uh so yeah. So all in all, lots of things going on. I'm gonna be on the social soon. Did you get that email? Yes, I did. Yeah, so I sent mine back today. I was uh, like, "Yeah, I sent mine last night." The only problem that I have is, is answering questions of why I do all this for free. But you know, neither that, neither here nor there. So I got the we'll question what, of what you do we'll for a hobby outside of hockey, and I asked Jen, "Do I have any hobbies outside of hockey?" She's like, "Taking care of me." I'm like, "Well, that's a chore. It's not necessarily a hobby." I mean, you could say the cat. I I, I think I put antiquing. I don't know. <laughs> fixing a, old furniture. I'm a seventy. I'm a seventy. Selling old, cards on eBay. I'm a seventy year old Nona, going antiquing every Saturday. Um. All right. So, yeah. That's good weekend. Week. Good week. That's a good week. Mark, what's your week, week do? <clears throat> what's that week do? Mark, what that week do? <laughs> uh. Hmm. Uh. It's been a week. Um. Everyone's recovered from. The, uh, I mean, since it's on, it's been on social media. I guess it's okay to discuss mm-hmm. the uh, surgical procedure. Everyone's recovered. That was last Wednesday. Well, that's good. I don't even. I guess that's I was good. on the show last you were. Wednesday. Yeah, you was were I punch drunk. You were punch drunk as fuck. But you did get yeah. a zero point zero in in the gaming. So that's right. I did. I was exhausted. I mean, I'm less exhausted mm. somehow this week. I guess that's to be expected, but. Yep. All in all, okay. Nice. Uh, just a crazy week. There you so, go. And the reason why, by the way, I know there's a prospect park <laughs> is because of Spider-Man. Hey, there you go. <laughs> the Spider-Man video game. I need pictures of Spider-Man bowling. Spider-Man. And by the way, uh, Rucker Park is in Harlem, not I don't know Brooklyn. The, I don't so. know the boroughs. 
I know Andrew, uh, Alexander Burroughs. That's about it. Yeah. Um, so. Nice. I uh, went up to Philly on Friday. Went to the uh, the Muter Museum, the uh, College of Physicians of Pennsylvania. Nice to this a pen. The pen's okay. a syringe. It's kind of cool. Just a syringe filled with something from Philly. So you couldn't take pictures inside the museum. They did have, uh, because it's living organisms in there. So they had a mummified body that was soapified, which was kind of soap. The body was entailed in soap. There was a wall of skulls. Nice. From, uh, from I can't remember what the, uh, the uh, people in Eastern Europe were, what those people were. Um, oh, I thought it was just people who beat up at the, at the link. No, no, yeah, it was all the people that could not uh, get into the link. Um, Just a wall, wall of skulls there in Philly. Uh, people didn't make it out of the lake after showing up in another team's jersey. Right. Uh, what do we got here? What was it? One view. What is going on? Uh, a lot of unseen stuff. Uh, Skull this, Chapel? Skull, that'd be great. There's Skull, something called Skull Chapel in Eastern Europe. Uh, uh, could have been that. Ottomans, the Ottomans, is that who? who no, nah, I couldn't put my, I could not put, of? could not put my feet up on there. <laughs> unfortunately, Istanbul. it's nobody's business but the Turks. Ah. In any case, uh, there, there, they had the uh, the skull of the person, and then if they had any kind of record of what they did, they like how they died, what you know, what their story was. One person just said. Uh, uh, it said the person's name when they died, and it just said idiot. And I'm just like, fuck, I wish I could take a picture, because that's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, but they had a lot of uh, gangrenous foots, uh, infected infected body parts, fetuses, just regular. They had... Um, just a, regular fetuses? Just regular fetuses. fetuses. No, no. Um, they had just... Not anymore. No, right? Ton of bones, ton of eyes. Um... A lot of uh, spinal abnormalities. Um, God, there was a ton of. Is this stuff. something that Jen wanted to do? Yeah, of course. It's oh, her, well, it's her birthday. Sounds, it's it sounds like a Jen thing. It was her birthday weekend, so we had to. Oh. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, the the it was the uh, the Hyrit Skull Collection, which is uh, from Vietnamese Anto- uh, or Venetian antinomous Joseph Hyrel. Who uh, held uh, cranium fe- said that cranium features were evidence of intelligence and personality, and the ra- racial differences caused anatomical differences. So he created all kinds of skulls. They're mounted on a stand uh, that are inscribed with comments about the person's age, place of origin, and cause of death. And then a little thing in there. So it's a permanent exhibit. It's like on the wall. Um, so we couldn't take pictures, but they sell postcards of it. Um, that's smart. Yeah. So somebody took a picture at some point then. Yes. Just once. Just once. Uh, probably in the right lighting and probably got all the bodies out of there because they're like, yeah, the flash can. Oh, the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you don't want to take a picture of something and, and accidentally wake it up, right? So. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's. That would be that's, fucked. That's definitely one thing. That, that's how the plague starts in Philly. Right, exactly. Um, Gangrene comes back. Then, then Gangrel comes back, and then everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Uh, so here you go. Here's uh, just. Some... Wouldn't it be great if he signed with uh, whatever company the other guys are in right now? AEW. Just... Yeah, and joined in on their feud. Yeah. <laughs> here's some like just drinking blood. Yeah, spinal spinal stuff. <laughs> Dude, why are you here? 
<laughs> so here here you go. Ooh. The, the Muter Museum on the bottom, if you're yeah, there's no visual, but it's fine. I'm just showing these guys for us. Um so here's the skull area. It's on bases. It's all about that base. Um and uh let me see if I can yeah. So skulls has a little thing, different kinds of skulls, different people. This is a mega colon. Wow. It, this is uh someone who had a mega colon. It got taken out of them. Um, is that a lot of extra shit? Or just a, that is that is an intestine about ten size, ten times the size your intestines is supposed to be. So, uh, or your colon supposed to be. Um, they actually sell plushes of this, so you could That's get a plush fantastic. mega colon. Um, down here is the exhibit where you have uh, so up uh, in this top right corner, there's this little thing. I don't know if you see my magnifying glass hovering over it. Um, uh-huh. But that's the soap lady who was embalmed and so or or mummified in soap. Then you have all these uh, skulls and bones and all kinds of crazy crap. And then this is all their this is their skull inventory or their skeleton inventory uh, in the College of Physicians. Just in the warehouse. Just just out there hanging out, having a time. So it's super interesting. Uh, in case somebody orders one. Right. Uh, Jen wanted to go there, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, why not? It was pretty cool. It was really cool. Definitely a cool exhibit. Would go back. Um, and then, yeah, when it came back down, had hockey on Friday and Saturday, and, uh, yeah, that was the week, and then went down to the compound this week and did some interviews, which will be up tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, all right, let's get to some injury news, because, boy, howdy, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. All right, let's get with it. Connor Bedard, six to eight weeks. He is done with a fractured jaw. And all all, uh, history of the NHL pimping him about uh, being the youngest all-star in NHL history now wiped clean from the internet. Wow. They have I, I went through their Instagram. I'm sure that there's visual there's there's uh there's proof somewhere. Oh there's proof somewhere. But uh I went on their Instagram, I went on their Twitter feed, nothing. Nothing there at all. No history of it at all. I'm like, that's fucking great. Wow. So uh just came in, had his head down, unfortunate hit. Uh oops I mean, upside. It wasn't head. even a bad hit. It was no. just a, the other guy was taller than he is. Yep, and got a little Lex Luger forearm shiver in there. And away we go. Uh Nick Felino, that same game, had a uh in a fractured finger. He's been placed on the IR as well. Was that from him fighting everybody afterwards? I think so, yeah. I think that was a, <laughs> a cause and effect situation. Uh Linus Olmark is uh under observation, he has himself a lower body injury, got taken out of the game Tuesday night against Arizona, trying to make a save. Uh, something went pop. Uh, the pop goes the weed, goes the weed, goes pop. Uh, more goalie news. Phoenix Copley's done for the season. He has a torn ACL. So he had Jeez. surgery on that to repair that, which sucks because he was having a decent season out in L.A. Yeah. Christian Dvorak, who returned in November due to a knee injury, is done for the season due to a, por- uh, a torn pectoral or a porn tectoral. Uh so torn peck he's done that other one I think would be a little bit better uh Jack Hughes has a body injury don't know if it's his wrist don't know if it's knee 
but he's Is week it to even week. His body? It might might not be his body. It could be his brother's. Uh, but he's at week to week with a body injury, and then Miro Heiskanen has got an undisclosed injury. What kind? What other kind of injuries are there? Like an emotional injury? He's out with some bad feelings. You never know. Oliver Cl- uh, Oliver uh, Shellington has been out for a year due to mental health, so it could be. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to make light of that, but it is just funny, like a body injury. Like, yeah, like the, no one knows if it's his wrist or the knee, and the devil's just like, fuck, you guys figure it out. You, you do it. Maybe it's all of the above. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. They didn't want to say lower body and upper body, so they were like, it's just a it's body It's just injury. a body injury, man. He's hurt somewhere. What do you want from me? Uh, Jason Zucker suspended three games for uh, boarding Nick Cousins. <laughs> um, it's always that family drama. Yeah. With the Cousins. Uh, I hate when that happens. Um, All-Star fan, uh, All-Star vote is happening the fan votes going on they announced the 32 all-stars one for each team uh, obviously a huge bunch of discourse because everyone's just like not everybody should have a representative of the team oh god so i mean i can't not don't necessarily agree or disagree like, i understand um I understand, but you have to have everybody represented we got, we got some, i understand we all have espn plus these days but we got to Come on, man. What, are you going to make a cutoff? <laughs> if you're not in the playoffs at this time, you're not allowed in the All-Star the th- game. The Thanksgiving rule. If you're not in the playoff position at this time, you're not making it to the All-Star game. Um. So there we go. Um. Well, U.S. wins the uh, World Juniors in uh, amazing fashion. Um, blowing, kisses, blowing kisses to the Swedes. Um, yeah. A lot of hatred, apparently. A lot of hatred going in there, and um, then not wanting to play for the team that drafted you. Let's get to the Cutter Gauthier stuff. Now, Cutter Gauthier was the fifth overall pick in 2022 for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, he was ready, you know, excited that he got drafted, da-da-da-da-da. Then out of nowhere, gets traded to Anaheim for Jamie Drysdale in the fifth-round pick. Uh-huh. And then everyone's I mean, like, couldn't have been better timing though. No, like a, a very high, highly rated World Junior point. Championship led the World Juniors in scoring, uh, on the rise at Boston College. Huh? How this? How what? Good timing. Trading well is high. The uh, stories coming out are many. One of which Danny Briere saying that Gauthier informed them in the summer he didn't want to be a flyer. Uh-huh. Um, then Gauthier ghosted the front office entirely at the World Juniors. Yes, good. And then the trade happened right after. <laughs> then wild-ass speculation happened. But they were all, I heard there were also 20 teams that wanted to trade for him. Oh, why wouldn't you, this kid? I love wild-ass speculation. I mean, also, who wouldn't want to fucking have Cutter Gauthier at this point? Had a hell of a time in the World Juniors, having a hell of a time in Boston College. I did see that this trade was very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Cut and dry benefits both teams. Gives Jamie Drysdale a nice little fresh start in a even new market. Even though he market. didn't want to leave. Yeah, even though he didn't want to leave, and now Trevor Zegers is all alone. Um, he has to pee by himself. He's got to pee by himself, hold it, and then has to hit himself in the nuts with his stick. Um, it's a weird time for Trevor Zegers. I, I feel sorry for him. Yeah. Um. Gauthier's advisors like it's a private matter between Cutter and the Flint and his family. 
Um, just a a lot of weird shit. Briere said that the uh, who wasn't the one who drafted Cutter Gauthier, uh, saying, "Well, fuck this kid." Essentially, uh, Keith yeah. Jones is like uh, uh, Keith Jones and, and John Tortorello are essentially like, "Yeah, well, if he doesn't want to be here, we don't want him here." So, mo- boom, there we go. Yeah. Uh. Everyone's reaching out to Gauthier's agent. They're just like, nah, it's a private issue, private issue. Da 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 da. Um Kevin Hayes gets brought into this because people were uh-huh. saying that Kevin Hayes talked to Cutter Gauthier about not going to Philly and then people yep. were, were sending of all people. Yeah. People were sending uh threats to Kevin Hayes and saying they're glad his brother was dead and it's just like, What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's at, way too much uh, interaction with people nowadays. At this point, I'd rather you say you fuck my prospect's mom. Like, at this point, <laughs> that is where we're at. But, yeah, this whole Cutter Gauthier thing is there. Johnny, you had you had an interesting <laughs> take on it saying that you don't blame Gauthier for doing what he did. I don't, no. I mean, let's be dead honest at this point. The Flyers had an absolutely fantastic nineties because somebody didn't want to play in a fucking spot and got traded to them. So, but, but I think also that was before comes, the draft though. It was kind of at the draft, right? No, nah, it was before the draft. He told Quebec, he didn't want to go to Quebec. Right. But they still drafted but, him. <laughs> but yeah, so it is what it is. They still drafted him and he still had to be traded. Right. Right. Now, from my perspective, Gauthier, when he got drafted by the Flyers, probably was okay with it. Sure. But I did read an article that effectively said that the Flyers told Gautier this summer, or I guess before he started not wanting to talk to them, that he was not in their plans for this season and that he should just stay in school. And if that changed the entire dynamic of wanting to play in Philly, then so be it. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's a, that's a, choice at that point like you know there have been plenty of people who have gotten drafted and didn't sign with their teams recently Mm -hmm. and to be perfectly honest i feel like this is going to be a bigger issue going forward oh yeah like i think this is the tip of the iceberg of players that are like no i don't want to play there after i played in college for four years or whatever and then they're total free agents Mm -hmm. you know so Good on the Flyers for getting something for him and trading him at high value, but like I think it's kind of shitty that Briere comes out and talks shit about a 17, 18 year old making a decision. And I was fine with what Keith Jones said. That's just normal talk. And I was fine with Tortorella. Like they're just like, well, he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be here. And they just didn't want to deal with it. I feel like Briere was a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Like at that point, like why, who wants to play for the Flyers, if that's what they're gonna do after you leave, or if you want to get traded? Like, what if somebody else that actually plays for the Flyers currently right now is like, I don't want to play here anymore. I need you to trade me. Are they just gonna talk shit about him when he leaves? But he'll probably give a reason why he wants to be traded ahead of time. I would. Think. Yeah, because they fucking suck. <laughs> There's that. Like. <laughs> Like they're they're a terrible hockey team, and they don't really have like youngsters on their team. Like it's not like going to a spot like Anaheim is probably a perfect spot for Cutter Gauthier mm-hmm. with all of the young talent that they have on that team. As long as they keep everybody around, I mean, because they're kind of shipping people out. Like 
Milano, etc. Yeah. And, and the talk about trading Zegris. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I don't really fault either side at this point. I feel like the Flyers did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gautier was like, whatever, I'm not fucking playing there. Right. Uh, I just don't like the, the way it was handled after the fact by the adults in the room. Mm. You know? That's fair. I'm fine with what the Flyers did, even Danny Breer. I mean, if you try to invest something and try to reach out, and if you tell a kid, uh, you're not in our plans this year because, A, we're going to suck and we want you to develop more, and he takes it as just like, I want to be on the suck team. Um, yeah, but how did they give him that message? Because nobody knows. Yeah, I, I right. No, that's like, like when you said a, it is the first a far disparity between uh, how you just how you give that message to somebody whether he takes it well or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you when you said that he uh uh he they told him to stay in school. That's the first I heard about in the whole thing, which easy yeah. to fucking mess up in all this. Um, yeah. It was one of those like. Uh, sidebar like tweet things like down the line um from who broke it um it was one of the big guys was it that wasn't kevin weeks no uh, it was uh, sarah valley maybe he's he's got philly no, ties it was uh fuck i'm gonna have to think about it okay i think it was it was not ej radic but it was like the ej radic of TSN that I always get mixed up. Here's an interesting situation. So, according to Briere, and this is from Philadelphia Hockey Now, uh, and Jonathan Bailey, according to Briere, Grothier was not communicating with the Flyers dating back to the 2023 World Juniors. He also explained that this was the reason Gauthier was not present at the Flyers' development camp, but nothing was made of it in order to protect Gauthier from the media. The Flyers' GM was disappointed as he expected Gauthier to play in Philadelphia but remark that now was the time to make a move. So it is uh, a, a fun time to bolt, and I'm glad that Lyle Richardson now joins us from SpectresHockey.net to jump in on this, uh, the Kata, the Kata kid. Perfect um, timing. Yeah, yeah uh, because everything else we had was the, was the shits, Lyle, and we just had to get to this Kata Gauthier <laughs> stuff. Uh, if you're scoring at home, or if you're alone, Gauthier with... Uh, 13 goals, 10 assists in uh, his time at BC so far. Oh, um, no. Well, Sean Avery defended Cutter Gauthier, so that's probably the wrong oh, side. Oh, boy. Of oh, geez, Johnny. You're not. <laughs> Jesus, oh, buddy. I'm on, the, I'm on the wrong side oh, of history buddy. quickly. Lyle, oh, Lyle, do you blame anybody for uh, what's going on here? Or, 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 like, what is your take on this? Just wild, wild situation we got going. Yeah, it's it's a very unusual situation. Um, it, it this isn't the first time we've seen a college player, say, you know, or even a, a junior player who's been drafted, you know, and 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 telling the team that drafted him, you know, I'm not going to sign with you, you know. So back into the draft, you know, they can either go back into the draft or they trade their rights or whatever. We we've seen that before, but nothing like this, or certainly nothing on this scale. You know, where everything looked like all hunky dory. You know, he was he was going he was happy to be drafted as a flyer. He he said, you know, I was built to be a flyer. He was looking forward to it. And then all of a sudden everything just fell apart. And you know, I don't know how much of how much of this you you guys uh talked about in terms of, of the reason why. There's a lot of different things that have come out. Wild, um, wild shit. 
So, well, first of all, right off the bat, the Kevin Hayes Holy thing, fuck. That, oh boy. And I'm not going to say the pundit who... who, who but he's, you know, he's a guy who was in the Philly mar- has been in the Philly market for years. Oh, a long time. This is a reputable guy. He's yeah. done this for a long time. I'm not going to, you know, but... What he said, and 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 having that out there on Twitter as quickly as it did, just stirred up a shitstorm of anger coming from, understandably coming from Flyers fans. Because if you hear that, if you're just just a, a regular fan, and you hear you know a pundit saying that that this has Kevin Hayes's fingerprints all over it. Well, your honest reaction is you're going to be angry. And then, of course, you have the wing nuts among the uh, the Flyers fans, and there's wing nuts among every fan group. I'm not saying that's very that. true. Yeah, there's wing nuts in every damn fan group. Uh, but the wing nuts among the Flyers fan group started uh, making death threats toward toward Kevin Hayes, making death threats toward his family, and and even worse of all, telling Kevin Hayes on social media, "I'm glad your brother died." Yeah, that's the fucked up part. Like, of it. excuse me. Fuck you, mm. you know. <laughs> there, I got that out of the way because there, there was no reason for that. Even if Kevin Hayes had been involved in this, and he wasn't, he unequivocally denied this. The mm. Flyers have denied this. Kept, you know, Keith Jones, the team president, said, "No, this, 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 no." They probably should not have uh, searched on Cutter Gautier for Twitter because yeah, a, lot a, bad... oh, oh, a, a lot of dumb shit is coming. A lot of dumb bullshit, brother. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty shit that's coming out of that. <laughs> but it all came out because of of what this 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 reporter said, this Philadelphia reporter basically saying he was told. Now, this wasn't his opinion. He's saying he was told by someone within the Flyers organization that this had Kevin Hayes' fingerprints all over it. And I commend Keith Jones and, and Daniel Briere for very quickly jumping on board and, and setting the record straight, saying he had nothing to do with this. But even if Kevin Hayes did, he had he did not deserve that that vitriol that was thrown at him. But he had no reason to. As they said, his departure from the Flyers was not acrimonious. Yeah, he and he and John Tortorella did not agree with how he was used. You know, last season with his usage, um, and that you know just basically set the wheels in motion that he would be traded. But it was never, you know, screw you guys. He didn't slam the door on the way out. Everything was amicable. But because he supposedly has this friendship with Cutter Goche, it was automatically assumed that he badmouthed the organization and that convinced Cutter Goche not to sign with the Flyers. As it turns out, the reality of the situation, from what I've gleaned from everything I've read and heard on this, is you guys were mentioning this. This all started back around March of last year. Well, and, from from what people are saying, the 2023 World Juniors that would have been like December 2022, January. No, 2023. no, it wasn't. It wasn't last year's World Juniors. It it all started at the end of his Boston College season. Okay, is when this this started, apparently, because what what they wanted to do was they they started talking with him, you know, like right after his his rookie season at Boston, you know, at Boston University was. Boston, Boston College. Boston College. Boston College, yeah. Let me make sure I get this right. With Boston College. Anyway, and the talks started right away, looking about, hey, you know, we, you know, sign a contract and all of this. And what came out of this was they wanted to sign him. They, you know, they were really happy to have him, party organization, blah, blah, blah. And who can blame him? Highly touted prospect, scoring right left winger. 
But he, I guess, wanted guarantees, a guarantee that he was, if he signed, he was on the roster. Mm. And they basically were like, kid, that's, you know, you, you, you have to come to camp and earn your spot just like every, just like every other prospect, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, there's no guarantee here, but yes, you know, you, you come, you, you, if you earn your spot, great. If you don't, we send you to the AHL where you get some, you know, you get some professional experience just like everybody else. And apparently that's where the disconnect comes in. Um, there was also some talk as well that the Flyers were concerned about uh, signing him because it could, uh, you know, result in a bonus overage as well. It wouldn't yeah, have been very, too. yeah, wouldn't have been very much. But apparently, they're tight against the cap. They didn't want anything of adverse, you know, kind of adversely affecting things if they needed to make some roster moves during the season. Somewhere in there is is I think where the truth is where the truth lies is he thought he if he signed he was going to make the make the team right off the bat and they basically were just like well you know no you you come to training camp and you were in your spot and that apparently is what started the whole thing and then after the world championships back in May because you recall he he skated uh with the team USA in the world championships after that he was he informed them i have no intention of signing with you and that never changed they the flyers were surprised by it they spent the path the, the remaining half of last year trying to to talk to him he wouldn't even talk to john leclerc john leclerc on on the team's behalf <laughs> was was going to go and talk to him i believe it was last november was what i read just you know a couple months ago to try and see if he could, you know, can you know, find out what was going on and see if he couldn't convince the young man to change his mind. He wouldn't even talk to John LeClaire. It was Gregory that I found, by the way. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, so his mind was already made up. The problem with this, though, is that his camp is just keeping it private. His agent just said, you know, he has his reasons. We're not going to talk about them publicly. They're private, and that's that's all there is to it. But the problem with doing that is, of course, it just leaves the whole situation open to conjecture. And well, he did th- tell people that he was a Penguins fan for his entire life uh, at the World Juniors this year. So yeah, that, that's that didn't... got taken in well yeah. in context. Yeah. Uh, and not used against him at all after he got traded. No, not at all. Not at all. Um I, you know, I'm I'm seeing the kid getting roasted, obviously, too, on 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 social media uh, for for this, and I think some pundits in Philadelphia aren't very happy with it either. Um, and that's understandable, but you know, it is up to these guys. These guys, if they haven't signed a contract, that that's the only real leverage they have to kind of d- determine where they want to go. Normally you get drafted, you 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 have to go if you want to make the NHL, kid, you you sign with us and you play with us. But he decided no for whatever reason and without shedding any light on the situation, turn it into a giant hornet's nest. Um now the Anaheim Ducks are thrilled to get him, mm-hmm. and I dare say he'll probably more than likely he will make their roster. Um, you know he'll be a terrific fit with them because they've got a whole bunch of talented centers, but not as many skilled wingers. So him coming in there, uh, yeah, he could have a guaranteed job next season. 
Um, he could even end up skating with them uh, when he's done with uh, this season with Boston College. He mm-hmm. could decide, I'm going to make the jump, sign his entry-level contract with the uh, the Ducks and join them, you know, you know, for some final games for the end of the season without burning off, you know, the first year of his entry level deal. Yep. Yeah. But overall though, it's, it's, it's very unusual how this went down and it just, the, the fact that he's not explaining himself. And honestly, I think you have to, I really do think you, you, you owe it to the flyer. The flyers don't even know why reportedly they have no idea why. He, they, it just all of a sudden it was no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't want, I don't want to be a flyer. When everything beforehand was, I'm built to be a flyer. I'm happy to be here. So, you really do. If if you're going to do something like that, you know, yeah, there's respecting your privacy, but this this is just beyond privacy here. <laughs> you know, I mean, what sort of reason? is so deep and dark that you don't want to talk about it, that you don't want to join the Flyers unless somebody abused you on that team. And even then, if they did, you should come <laughs> forward and talk to the proper authorities. But I don't believe that's what this situation is. It's just something happened. He obviously didn't like the vibe and decided, screw this, I don't want to be here. But I do think you owe the Flyers and their fans an explanation. And even if they, after that, they don't like it, they still don't like it. At least we all know what's going on. And you end up sparing innocent people like Kevin Hayes from the, the spillover from this. Because, again, Kevin Hayes did not deserve any of this. Oh, fuck no. Not at all. If for nothing else he should do this so that Kevin – all this nonsense that Kevin Hayes got tired with can, can be removed from the equation. Well, he did uh, – Gauthier went to a – on a – uh, Anaheim Ducks podcast um, and said, "Yeah, today, yeah, today," and said, uh, "It's a, it's a personal matter." And that's it. It's weird. <laughs> that's not what a cut it. Uh, no, I'm it's sorry, not good. It's not going to cut it, Cutter. <laughs> no, it's no, but just seriously, not. it's just not. I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. You you very publicly spurned a team so much that they just said, "Okay, we're going to trade you." We all we will we will trade you away and and you know at least they get a decent return in uh, Jamie Drysdale provided he can stay healthy. Uh, very promising defenseman. They they needed a, a, a right shot defenseman like himself, but you know there is that injury history. But if he stays healthy, yes, he'll be a terrific addition to them. But there was Jamie Drysdale, and then there was the hype that was Cutter Goche, especially coming out of this year's World Juniors, because mm-hmm. holy jumping, he was a beast in that tournament. He was named the tournament's top forward, yeah, and I believe was tied for the scoring lead. Yeah, if not, if not serve, something like lead, that. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I, as I said, if 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 you have your reasons, all you, you know, just at least make a public statement. Right. And just say, yeah, okay, I have my reasons. No disrespect, but things changed and I just want to move on. And I would have definitely said Kevin Hayes had nothing to do with this. He did make that clear today. He did make that clear. It should have been immediately. Fucking days ago, guys. Two days ago, when this shitstorm started hitting the fan, 
He should have been right away getting to the nearest pundit and saying, no, 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 no. These are my reasons. Kevin had nothing to do with this. Leave him out of this. And he well, did. First he off, let this thing sit and fester for two days. Fuck, fuck whoever said Kevin Hayes was the problem in the first place. Fuck that. I mean, that came out well, of just complete left field. Well, it, there was no reason to say it in the first. Like that was sound when the guy was saying it, he sounded really pissed off. Oh, and yeah. again, I can understand. I can understand the feeling why people would be upset, but to turn around and and just malign a former flyer who had nothing to do with this, no, with no basis other than to say, well, somebody in the organization told me this. Well, it wasn't Keith Jones. It wasn't <laughs> Daniel Briere. So where did you get this from? It sure as hell wasn't John Tortorella. Right. So, and at least that was sorted out right away when it first happened. People thought, oh, the kid doesn't want to play with Tortorella, doesn't want to play for Torts. And Briere said right away, it had nothing to do with Tortorella. Nothing. Mm. To which I like Tortorella's response to the whole thing, too. Like he's, I don't know him from, what do you say? I don't know him a from a hole in the, in the ground or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 And yeah, exactly. Like I thought, Say what you will about Torres, but he handled that beautifully. He was just like basically saying, I don't give a shit about this kid. I, I'm, I'm only interested in people who want to play for my team. Is he here? No. Fuck him. No. <laughs> exactly. Just, Screw just, that guy. honestly, Cutter Gauthier just needs to come out and say, I fucking hate cheesesteaks. And then fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Maybe what he's a vegetarian. Thing? What's this thing about a crack bell? Just, oh, what's all out about? Just say you love 7 Eleven and fuck Wawa. That's all you got to do, man. It's very true. All you got to do. <laughs> Your name's true. not even Cutter. It's William. <laughs> so fuck you, Swedish-born American hockey player. <laughs> Christ. Anyway. So this means uh, Trevor Segris is on the block because the Ducks see what the the Obviously. Maple Leafs are doing. And you're just like, we don't need all this money fucking tied up in this many forwards. Um, oh, my God. Lots, lots, yeah, lots, lots going on this week, guys. It is a domino effect with the Cutter. Um... Which usually well, actually, happens around the, uh, middle relievers. The, the Nylander started it all. Well, the yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to, to to Billy Nye, the science yeah. guy, in a minute here. Um, but uh, to parlay the Gauthier trade, mm -hmm. Trevor Zegers, people saying he's the odd man out, and what say you about this? The Lyle, could he be going back to Long Island? Long Island. The yeah, island. Well, he, he, well, listen, he could be going. So he's not going to be going anywhere before the trade deadline. That's a guarantee. And uh, not only that, but I mean, he's going to be missing some playing time now. He got hurt again. Um, but he's on the elite players with a helmet. Yeah, with, yeah. He exactly. is. He yeah. is. Yes. I would yes. put him on elite, elite players who's, he's, a, who's worn a helmet. He's, 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 a helmet. he's on the elite Michi squad, uh, which is guys who are on the elite who can put a Michigan. Squad, because that's a sub subset of Greg Wyshynski's, uh elite elite level tier yes. of trade candidates. Yes. Okay. The elite Michi subset. Mm -hmm. But no, I, I you know, think things kind of. Things kind of went a bit sideways for Trevor Zegras uh, this year. Uh, well, actually, it, it kind of started last year. I mean, even though he got 65 points last season as a sophomore, respectable numbers, but wasn't the big step forward people were expecting when, you know, the previous year as a rookie at 61 points and was a finalist for the Calder Trophy. And he was, you know, he was a poster boy for uh, EA, for NHL whatever year. He was a darling. A, a, yeah, a he was darling. the darling. NHL 22, whatever, because he because he could do fancy things, uh, score fancy goals, 
Uh, so they did and that. He wore but, a helmet. And he wore a helmet. Wore a helmet. But regardless, though, he he really was though considered the face very quickly. He was considered the face of the Ducks franchise. But there was uh, a bit of disappointment regarding his performance last season. Then there was the contract negotiations that. Yeah, he, he learned a very invaluable lesson. If you're going to get into contract talks with Pat Verbeek, hunker down, son. This is going to take a while because Pat Verbeek was not budging. And that dragged on into training camp. Well, I mean, he missed the entirety of training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the, his new contract got signed, I think, three days before the end of preseason. So he didn't even get have time to get into preseason game. As a result, he he missed training camp. He starts the season. He only gets, I think, like two points in his first 12 games, suffers a lower body injury, misses 20 games. He comes back for eight more games, and now he's sidelined mm-hmm. again. Um, there's kind of a feeling that like Frank Saravalia, daily face-off, uh, was saying that uh, Zegers' name came up earlier this season in talks that the Ducks had been having with other teams, though he added the codicil that we don't know how far those discussions went. Um, but there's a feeling that Zeger, like Zegers, the offensive star that he is, isn't becoming sort of like the complete player that Pat Verbeek envisions for his team. For his, for if, if you're going to play for the Ducks, you got to play the 200 foot game because that's the style of game the little ball of hate play. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what he expects out of his players. And Zegers mm, kind of reluctant to do that. <laughs> now, yeah, putting it now, putting it mildly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he forgot the 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 back check part of the whole forecheck, back check, paycheck uh, thingy. But anyway, hey, he plays at least eighty five feet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. From from the blue from the opposing team's blue line in, he's a monster. <laughs> and, from his own blue line in, he's the invisible man. He's like he's like I the, give him eight <clears throat> feet into the neutral zone as well. He's like a bu- he's like a bubble hockey player where he can only go yeah. up go as far as he can. He's like, oh, I can't I mean, go past the red line. But to the windows and to the walls, he's That's great. True. That's great. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. To the windows and the walls. Yes. Uh, now TSN's Darren Drager said that the ducks aren't shopping him. <laughs> Um, however, he also adds that this could be a situation to keep an eye on that maybe it comes to a head in the off season. It's going to be, it will be interesting to see, um, what happens because this year has not been a very good, basically Zegers has just kind of dropped off everybody's radar, you know, um, you know, because like I said, the last two years he was everybody, oh, he dazzled everybody with his exciting goals. But because he's, you know, he's been sidelined for so long this this season, people kind of forgotten about him. Um, I'll tell you this, if he hits the trade market this summer, he will not be forgotten. His name will very quickly come to the fore because there will be teams that, you know, they'll want the kind of scoring. They'll want a, a forward with his kind of crazy, crazy offensive skills. And they won't lack for suitors. They'll definitely get more for Trevor Zegras than what you know than the return they got for Jamie Drysdale. And that return wasn't bad. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Say what you will about Cutter Gauthier's decision-making process. The the guy is has got a very bright future ahead of him if he can translate his college hockey skills and his World Junior abilities into the NHL. He, yeah, he's going to be a star. But Zegers has already established himself. We know what he can do. 
Maybe he needs to be in a in a with a, a, a maybe a deeper roster where you know he can perhaps be sheltered a little bit where he won't be expected to be the <clears throat> guy. It'll give him more time to kind of develop his game where he can still be like a, a top six forward, but maybe seeing you know seeing second line minutes. But not or, Robbie Shrimp. Yeah, yeah, not not doing the Robbie Shrimp. Yeah, exactly. Another another famous trick shotter. So that's not that's not fair to Zegers because Zegers actually has put up decent points. Um, so yeah, that that's a situation worth watching. I, you know, now unless somebody approaches uh, Pat Verbeek with a, with a mind blowing offer, trade offer, I I don't see him being moved at the trade deadline. A lot of people <laughs> horny for him though. A lot of people horny for Trevor Zegers. Yeah, he hasn't been great this season, though. I mean, yeah. he over oh, he's he's played. I just looked up his stats. Okay, mm-hmm. two hundred games played. Exactly, exactly two hundred games played. One hundred forty-six points. Respectable. Not terrible. Not superstar level. If he hadn't been injured, been suffering injuries this season, those numbers I dare yeah. say would be about twenty to twenty-five points higher. Mm-hmm. He he's p- played twenty games this season. He has seven points, mm-hmm. four goals, three assists. Not great. Now, Not mind great. you, and he's a he's a he's negative forty four. Yes, uh, on the plus that minus. One, that that yeah, goes to that whole. But no, but you're saying player. you're saying that he yeah. doesn't play the two hundred foot game, and there you go. Yeah, that, that's, stats don't lie. Plus minus is a lie. very good indicator. <laughs> yeah, but but if the other team can score before you can skate off the ice for a line change, that's not your fault. That's true. Yeah, the other guy should have got on the ice faster. Hey, the stat says it's your fault. He's among the league leader in puck touches. So there's that. Yeah. But I guess my point is Zegris is a superstar insofar as he's a highlight reel type player. Right? But I think I mean, he, I, but, he, he generates buzz. Yes. From from his and one mixtape. <laughs> that's that's true. Oh! But I think you look at you look at everything going on mm-hmm. and like he's a guy he put up nine power play goals in his rookie season. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty absurd to be a on the power play that much in your rookie year and then put up yep. that many goals. Uh, he needs to be where there's more, a little bit more veteran presence. Yes, because it's fucking young kids running the asylum. And Mark, you knew how we were back in like high school and college. If you put all of us together, shit probably ain't going to get done all that well. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Yeah. And, and no defense fair, played either. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair to Zegers too, when he came between his last injury and his present one in the eight, in I believe he played eight games, he had like five points over that stretch, including a two goal game. So he was getting his form back. If he could have stayed healthy, he put he would have had I think a, a better second half and would have put up uh, some solid numbers to kind of salvage the season. Now we don't know how long he's going to be sidelined. Yeah. He's definitely not going to hit fifty points. It'll be a, a stretch to even suggest forty. If he can, if he's if he's only out for a few weeks and comes back and he can get his point totals up to thirty, at least you can say, well, he managed to salvage something out of that dog's dinner. But. I mean, we're all, is... we're already halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah. I know. Wild and he has it? seven points. I, I'm saying if he gets but again, five hampered, of those, points, five that's of those probably last stretch. eight games. It, again, hampered by a late start to the season, hampered yes. by injuries. Yes. Got hot. Over under 29 and a half points for Zegers <laughs> to, to, to end the year. I'm not touching any of that because he's come back there. and I'm getting hurt To again. end the year? Yeah, to, to, from now until the end, he has seven I'm gonna currently. I'm going to say he gets hurt again. Yeah, I, 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 I would say under because it doesn't seem yeah, like his year. way under. I this would say. Like a, this sounds like a bad well, year. He might well, have stepped on a crack or broke a mirror. I didn't know. 
No, I say he he's said not possibly. getting to 40. I said he might be able to get to 30 if he's not sidelined for long in the second half and goes on a tear. Well, okay. consi- so considering I'll drop this at 20, 24 and a half. Considering, considering uh, uh, Greg Cronin said out for a while. For a while. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm still saying well, under I'm 24. Under on that, too. Yeah. The only person I really feel bad about on that team is John Gibson. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I feel like he is a really good goalie that's in a really shitty spot. In a really mm-hmm. bad he's he's another one right now. He's sitting there like Roberto Luongo was ten years ago saying my contract sucks. Because yeah. that's why he hasn't been moved in the last two yeah. years. The the Anaheim Ducks are twenty first in the league in age. Mm-hmm. Um so if you flip reverse that they're among the youngest They're teams among in the, the youngest NHL. team. They're the twelfth youngest team in the NHL. <laughs> Um, the guys that are bringing that number up is like, uh, you know, 35-year-old Henry. Alex Kalorn, 35-year-old Silverberg. Adam Henrique, you know, 33-year-old Jacob Silverberg, you know. Yeah, all of those guys are being true. 30-year-old John Gibson. Yeah. 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 Remove them from the team and you watch how, <laughs> yeah, then you'll see, oh my, that's a very young What's, team. You can't what? wait until April when they start bringing out some of the kids from the AHL that's like 22 and a half. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> What's wild but to me? I, yeah, but I tell you though, they've they've got yeah they've got some promising young talent. But you're right. When it comes to Zegers, he would definitely benefit from being on a team with a bit more of a veteran. He he needs he needs like a, a veteran leader that he respects and admires to kind of take him under his wing. He's got the offensive skills. We know that. But yeah, he he needs. That's why I was saying earlier. Maybe he needs to be on a team where he can be sheltered a little bit and kind of develop his game more, where he's not expected to be the guy. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at guys like Sam Carrick and Alex Kalorn and uh, Silverberg who are just like, he's like, I, you guys don't have the hands. You don't have the silky mitts that I do. What can I learn from you? Aside from playing a 200-foot game, because fuck that. That's hard. Uh, so it should be fun to see what he is going to do. Now, Bill Nye, the hockey guy, yeah. William Nylander. Will not. Mo money, mo money, mo money. Uh, getting himself an eight-year deal. Um, what was yeah. the what was the term until now? Is that ninety-two 10, million? Ninety-two million with yeah. sixty-nine. Eleven point five. A good, uh, a good homage to Michael Nylander. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, full no movement clause. Full no move every year. Eleven and a half. Uh, he will be the second highest paid what player on the team. Wrong? They now have Honestly, 40, 46 million tied up in four players. Yep. Um, a big deal. The cap the cap for the Leafs is just is uh, like 112 million next year, right? <laughs> rotating LTIR, it's going to be great. Oh yeah, the rotate, yeah. A lot a lot of guys going on Robida Island there. Yeah, buddy. exactly. A lot of, you disappear and you're never seen. Meaning they have to wear a, they have to wear a cage. Yeah, right. Yes. Full cage. Robidoil <laughs> Island. Yes. That's that's part of it. Lyle, I, I'm going to be uh, it's going to be great when we see uh, Dennis Hildeby being the one uh, uh, a goaltender <laughs> next year because they can't afford anybody else. Mm. Boy, this is uh, this is something. Well, he was going to get it. He was going to fucking get it from whoever. And the Leafs decided we want to he wants like, he wanted to stay. And he's listen. He's been he has been grossly underpaid over the last three Ooh, years. Yes. And for the people who are like, well, the man gets that big money. Well, yeah, you just watch. He'll his stats will just plummet. He's not. He'll be he'll be another Jonathan Huberdeau. 
No, he won't. No, he. I would won't. actually love it. If I, I, I kind of would be oh, funny. Well, listen, it would be hilarious. For the, comedy, <laughs> for the comedy it'll bring for us. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But I can't wait until he goes and like doesn't score for like ten games, and people are like, "See, oh we told Jesus. you." Oh my, that will happen, Johnny. Yes, <laughs> if even if it's a five-game scoreless drought, they will lose his their his minds first his first twenty uh, twenty games look like Zegris this year. Oh Jesus, if that happens, oh my God, oh my God, they're gonna be so, so much fun for they me. They will burn that arena to the ground. I'm telling you, you're gonna turn um, that one into a shopping market too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the arena in the basement. There you go. Um, yeah, but no, he's listen, this, this guy has just been steadily improving as a star over the last three seasons. I mean, you, you can, you've seen it. He's 27. He's in his prime right now. He's going to be in his playing prime for another five years. So of of this, this upcoming eight year contract, the lease will get full value for their money from him. The problem is, is as you said, they've got over 40 some odd million tied up in four guys. And oh. one of those guys. I mean, at least he's worth the money. That's true. And so is Austin Matthews. Not Tavares, though. Eh, not to, not yeah, really. I well, think Tavares, he's the odd one out. Tavares was when he signed that contract. Okay, again, that would, let, let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> We've done that enough. But Tavares was worth it at the time. He's he's playing and he's playing well, but he's not an eleven million dollar player anymore. No. If he wants to stay in Toronto, and he does, he's going to have to accept a significant pay cut. Oh no, we're talking half that. We're talking probably. I would say he's going to have to look at something between seven and eight mil. And it's going to be short term, better than I because thought. if he wants to stay in Toronto, <laughs> that's what it's going to be. It's still expect basically he and he he and Nylander are going to swap, swap places. Swap, yeah, swap. <laughs> the problem the problem with that, Lyle. The problem it's with that is and everything stays almost the same. the The problem but, with that is it's going to be like a year too late because they're like we need that money now, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they got the cap. Yeah, the cap's going up by four point two million. This, this, this of summer. course, yeah, it's, it's uh, right, good, yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, too, the Leafs forty two million. Wait, four point two million. Fuck! <laughs> Listen, John, we're gonna need you to retire. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't, Don't ask. Retire. It's yeah, fine. No, you have to retire. No, no, no. You're not going on permanent LTIR. You're just you're retiring right <laughs> Jimmy now. Jimmy told us it was going up by forty-two million next year. Yes. Yes. What's that? You need a neck surgery? Oh, I'm sorry. We can't cover that. <laughs> you can go to Vegas though if you want. Yeah, Vegas will cover you for that. They'll comp you for the full thing too. Oh, you want. Exactly. I'll give you a hundred dollars um, of chips. <laughs> but the thing, yeah, but the, well, the thing, but as I said, Tavares is going to have. We, he'll have to accept a pay cut. If, well, he's going to have to accept a pay cut wherever he goes because nobody's going to pay him eleven mil. Nobody's going to pay him ten mil. Nobody's going to pay him nine mil. No. Sorry, they're not. And I think his next contract's going to be thirty-five plus too. Could mm, be. Uh, no, 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 it won't be. No, he's only thirty-three right now. Right, but his thirty. He's got next year. He'll be in thirty-four, but no, he will you, turn. No, you could be right. He turned, but right. but he'll turn thirty-five in September. Ah, so he will get in right before that. Yeah. So he will still be getting term just mm-hmm. like three, four years. But anyway, yep. the guy, though, to, the guy, though, they have to worry about is Marner because yep. Marner is going to cost probably between 12 and 13 million per season. Uh-huh. That's what it's going to be. I think the sweet spot in there is around 12, five. That's what he's going to get. That's what he'll want to stay in Toronto. And I think the lease will pay it. I will be very surprised if they don't. 
um, unless, of course, his, unless his father gets involved in the negotiations again, in which case, uh, you, okay, you're not talking with uh, Kyle Dubas anymore here, Mama Gemma, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Brad Treliving is, is a quiet, patient guy, but you don't push him. Just just don't do that because that's like, a, listen, that will guarantee you get traded. Do you do you know who I am, Mr. <laughs> do you understand Actually, the I... franchise my father owns? The fucking <laughs> all those Boston pizzas? That's for me, baby. Yeah. You don't talk to me that way. You respect the BP and the growlers. Yes. You respect especially, the pizza. Especially those Toronto hot wings. Yeah. At Boston Pizza. You respect you respect that Massachusetts uh, cheesesteak that you got there, all right? Yes. Respect the uh-huh. pizza. Yeah. Don't disrespect don't the pizza. Don't you dare forget about the Sioux Fall crab cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh... yeah. But Marner, though, too, he's got a full no-movement clause. So even if you try to <laughs> trade him, that's that's not going to be easy to do. And then whoever acquires him is going to have to be willing to pay him a lot of money. I think Marner's staying put. He's not going anywhere. But it's going to be 12-5, and they're going to have a lot of money tied up before players again. This is so good. That's the reality. They're going to be good enough to make the playoffs, but they're going to have a hard time finding cap space to, to you know, address those issues like a goalie. And, <laughs> and, and what defense. If just, what if they just played with, like, nine forwards <laughs> and four defensemen and a goalie for, like, half the season? Can they, like can they, they save up anyway. enough? Can they save up enough cap well, space? To... Here's the thing: they'll have like after signing um, um, Nylander, they've got they they have over twenty, roughly around twenty two million in cap space with twelve active roster players signed. So they do have some wiggle room here. The problem is, is that yeah, they've got enough money to fill up the rest of the roster. The problem is, is that that rest of the roster is going to be a lot of it's going to be bargain basement. Yeah, a lot of it's going to be hitting the bargain bin, bringing in. Oh, they'll be looking for that. It's a good thing that, a good thing that uh, Wish has a bargain basement tier. That's true. Yes, yes. Pick through that. That, that will that will be helpful if you're Brad for living. He's like, oh geez, I wish there was somewhere online that could tell me where the bargain players are. Wait a minute, Wyshynski bargain bin. Thank you, Wyshynski. The Goodwill tier. Oh, my God. Yes. There we are. <laughs> but not the online auction because that's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you got to you get your, your, your OYO rings for 35 bucks. And no, you can't have the stuff that's in the back room. That's staff only. <clears throat> exactly. We're only taking staff only, you fucks. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, Willie Nye. The uh, hockey guy. He deserves guy. every penny. Yeah, no. Wayne Nylander is is on pace for 120 points this year. That is worth 11. He has progressively more. gotten better each year yep. that he, uh, well, after his rookie year, uh, or he, he well, did at, rookie well, and sophomore that year. After yeah. that contract holdout year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, good times for him. And even it, even his critics in Toronto grudgingly agree that he is the least most reliable playoff performer and he is and he has great he hair is. yeah and he has great hair and yeah team maryland alumni uh so hey, it all started yeah, with go. team maryland so the neilander you're, connection you're welcome toronto you're <laughs> fucking Ma. welcome Ma. <laughs> bunch of bitches uh <laughs> what about jake gensel jake gensel interesting tete a tete between his agent and uh mr uh, dubas out there in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Uh, what do we got going on there, Lau? Could he be moved before the deadline here? If the Penguins fall out of playoff contention by the trade deadline, 
I can see Jake Gensel being shopped at the deadline. Wow. Right now, if if they're in the same position as they are right now, where they're battling for a wild card berth, no, no, mm-hmm. he will not be traded. Um, now, whether he gets resigned, that's going to be interesting. But we cannot forget the Crosby effect because this is Sidney Crosby's left hand man. He's Ooh. he's his winger on it, you know, and you know. You got to figure Sid's going to have a say in this, you know, um, he as he should. It's his guy. But, you know, this is a team that's signed like a lot of old guys. Yeah. They're kind of trying to keep keep the aging core together with with Malkin and Latang. Though, to be, to be fair, they're, they're, Malkin and Latang are playing pretty good. Yeah. Um, right. You know, bringing in Eric Carlson, well, it's okay. Hey, it's, it's, okay. it's, it, we all knew he wasn't going to hit the numbers that he hit last year, but no. still, he's adjusting and he's become a, a good fit in there. Um, Gensel's the youngest of the bunch. Uh, so there is that. He'll be uh, 30. So if you, if you sign him, um, if you can keep the term reasonable, you know, maybe six years instead of eight. Though I dare say he's going to want to retire a penguin, so he's probably going to want the full meal deal. Um, and I heard, uh, well, you know, the suggestion was, well, he's making six mil a season now. If he accepts eight mil, that'd be good. It's like, well, yeah, if he accepts eight mil, I think you're going to be looking at nine, at least nine, if you want to keep him in Pittsburgh. And that's hoping that, and that that would be what I would consider the hometown discount. The hometown discount, mm-hmm. unless you uh, make it eight five and you front load the hell out of that thing as as much as yeah. possible. If he if he wants his money up front, and I mean, and speaking of money up front, I mean, good God, I mean, Nylander for one, sixty nine million of that ninety two nice. million in signing bonuses. Nice, oh yeah, it's like now I want my money up front on July first every stinking year. <laughs> so when I when Jeez, I score you see that Otani, you get your money up front. When I get right? the money, <laughs> it's the Toronto <laughs> way. But let's money be up front. yeah, exactly. We get the money up front. So when I put up fifteen points in fifty games, <laughs> you fucking I already got my cash. Fuck you. <laughs> Eat my dick. That, that doesn't exactly apply. But again, that that doesn't apply though to uh, the Toronto's uh, core four because they sign and they perform. Say what you will. But they sign the big yeah, money, no, listen, and they go out yeah. and earn it. From October and they to, to mid-April, fantastic. And that's when the contract runs from. Remember, yep. from game one to game 82, that's when you are paid. Mm-hmm. The playoffs, oh. you're just getting bonus money. Fuck Maybe you, they pay need me. to find boosters or like an NIA Sp- deal. For sponsorships on the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal sponsorships. Personal sponsorship like Nat, for the playoffs. You really, yeah, exactly. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yes. William Nylander. Pizza Pizza will, play, will pay oh. you an additional $5 million a season if you hit uh, 30 points in the playoffs. Oh, that, There's your Lyle, motivation it's not, right No, there, it's kids. not going to happen because Trey There's Living's your motivation. there. Trey Living's there. It's going to be the Boston Pizza one. Let's go. Let's, yeah, it's go. not the Pizza Pizza. They and can't. it won't be $5 million. It, it will be uh, 25000 in vouchers. Exactly. You're going to get all this. Coupons. You're going to get Canadian tire money. 75 bucks in $2 off coupons. He's like, come on, come on, guys. Your girlfriends are couponers, aren't they? Come on. Here you go. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well. Love it. I love <laughs> oh, every minute well. of it. It's a gift that keeps on giving. That's true. If nothing else. I yeah. say, look, it, it, you know. I will be sad the day that the Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup. And not because 
Not because it's been such a long time. No, because be you'll like have been passed years. away for 30 years. By <laughs> because I will have been dead. Because <laughs> I won't be able to see it. Because but, uh, because yeah. we wouldn't, because it would turn from, oh, gloom and doom into, like, we are the greatest team that's ever oh existed. My God. Oh, my and God. And it's just going to yeah. turn into, like, like, more obnoxious bullshit instead of, like, <laughs> Just a like we're shitty. No, no. I mean the 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 comp that is obvious. It's right in front of you, and you're missing it. Is when the Boston Red Sox finally won the World Series in in the eighty plus years or whatever it took them to win it since the last time they had won it back in two thousand and five or whenever they won it Mm -hmm. or four. That's the comp you're looking for. That's true. And yes, Boston fans became extremely pompous and. More, more so than they already. I was gonna say more so than usual, right? So that's what the Toronto Toronto fans are going to turn into Boston Red Sox fans, circa 2004. I'm I'm not saying anything because uh, the the Red Sox are my second favorite team. I, I so hope. I hope. I hope. I mean, I hope Jimmy Fallon doesn't make a movie about it. Then that's all I ask. <laughs> no, Mike Myers will. No, no, Love Guru too. We oh, did it. No, no, Mike Myers is not allowed to make any more movies ever again. Love Guru saw the that. He can be a supporting player like he was. Edge will be uh, in the movie. The Queen movie, you know. Yeah, Edge. Oh, that would be worthwhile. I mean, yeah, you can make the movie if Edge is going to be in it. Edge will be uh, William Nylander. Hey! Well, they're both, there you go. They do the, he does the Viking show, so he's got Sweden in that <laughs> yeah, instance. There is that. <laughs> kind of, well, and he's got blonde hair, so there is that, and <laughs> kind of. Hey, Lyle, that guy over your, uh, your uh, left shoulder there... Um, Boy, the NHL erased that whole thing about him being the youngest all-star quick. Uh, it's funny. I wanted to mention this uh, mm. on Twitter, but then I would also be determined to jinx. But when that whole thing came out, I'm just like, man, they're really jumping the gun on this mm. fucking thing quick. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just wait until he's actually skating in the all-star game? And then <laughs> right. you just drop that bit of knowledge, sure. right? Let him get yeah. to Toronto first and have the festivities See, and then do the it. Thing. The NHL does this every time. They tempt fate, and fate looks around and goes, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> you will never learn. I'm going to keep hitting you every yes. time you to, open your mouth fair, and say something stupid before it happens. Every time someone tempts fate, fate says fuck you and and changes the script. Every time. Just, just <laughs> when every Gary time. Bettman and the NHL thinks they have all the answers, fate changes the question. But here, here's the thing, though. While we lose Connor Bedard as an all-star. Yes. yes. What are we gaining? Tom Wilson all-star. So I think that go. that's... There you go. I think it's but great. Tom Wilson is out, apparently. Tom Wilson had a bloody nose. Tom, well, it's dry out here, even though we got a ton of rain. It's kind of weird. Uh, so, yeah, the all-stars The all-stars were mentioned. Uh, Connor Bedard, obviously, six to eight weeks out on the jaw surgery. Everyone, I mean, please, and... a, a moment of silence for my... Uh, Two hat trick parlay. That yeah, I had exactly. For the season. Exactly. Yes. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's sad. It's very sad. It's too bad you put five dollars on it. Yeah, it was right. ten dollars. Oh no! Oh, oh jeez. Yeah, very sad. Words. So now I'll, I'll just I'll put another ten dollars on the Blackhawks getting the number one overall pick <laughs> as yeah. a future. Ooh, gutsy. Oh, I don't know. That's gutsy. They're gonna have their hands full that there with gutsy. them. They they better hope them 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 lottery know, balls bounce their way because uh, the sharks boy oh yeah the sharks are dog oh, shit oh wow yeah yeah the sharks have been impressive though the <laughs> sharks I think Scotty said something where the sharks started like zero and ten and yep. then went like 
ten and zero, and now they're like zero and eleven. Like it is not, not quite ten and zero. It was a it was a stretch in between there, Johnny. You you are right where they were marginally better. You know they won like six yeah. games in a row. Yeah, now they've they, lost twelve in a row, and that's just oh man. Like, hold on, that's I'm, just, I'm trying. I'm trying. Evil. All right, so the first eleven games they were zero ten and one. Yep. The next eighteen games they were nine seven and two. Respectable. And then and then and then the last twelve oh twelve and zero. Just fell off the cliff, it's man. Dog shit, actually, like, that is impressive. To that me, is great. Well, and, and, well, and part of it too is, I mean, if they had a healthy Logan Couture there, I think that would have helped. To a healthy they, they still would have been losing, but not as much. It's and, almost like they were on a sugar high for like eighteen games. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're used to winning, yay! We and like then they this. hit the wall. They're yeah. punked. And they're like, ah, yeah, but. Um, it, it, you know, for for Bedard though, getting back to him, yeah, he's what they're saying uh, is it six weeks, six to eight, six to eight uh, recovering from the bro. And by the way, yeah, clean hit by Brendan Smith. Unfortunately, that hit. It's like they said, you, you hate saying it, but it's like, kid, keep your head up. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't it's like also he was just than him. That's yeah. true too. Like that's part of the issue. That too. was like, part of it too. I, mean, I got started... knocked out like three times when I was young, just because I was shorter and I ran into people's elbows and shoulders. Yeah, you still have that problem I, I of can, dealing with yeah. that today too. So that's yeah. true. Right. Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, it was just really, really unfortunate. I mean, the kid knew right away too. I mean, to give him credit. I mean, he bounced up right away and, he, and headed to the bench. But I mean, the way he was holding his mouth, I was oh, just yeah. like. Oh, I'm I'm sitting here going. I hope it's just a few missing teeth. I hope that's all it is. And it's like, nope, busted jaw. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured that's what it was. But anyway, it's a shame. Hopefully he comes back and uh, you know finishes strong so we can uh, stay in the the Calder. Oh well, because listen, the Calder Trophy was he was a lock for that. Mm-hmm. Um, now we'll see. Now it's up for grabs. You know, he can drink Vincent. through a Stanley Cup now though. <laughs> well, if he could get one at Target, that's yeah. true. But Adam Fantilli uh, will give certainly give him a run for his money now. Um, you know, so there is that. And then they could play Chantilly Lace as his winning song. It'd be great. There you go. Why hasn't someone in Columbus done a parody song of that? Oh, that's because right. They, they're not smart. They enough. don't care about the Blue Jackets. <laughs> because nobody remembers that. Yeah, exactly. Song. <laughs> what the fuck's a big bopper? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the guy that stayed by the bell? <laughs> <laughs> the big bopple, you say? <laughs> Underrated Saved by the Bell reference, Mark. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Underrated. I'm sorry. I talked right old. Shut That's okay. Sh- I uh, it. I'm sorry. Shout out, Mr. Belding. Um, <laughs> is he dead? I don't know. Yes. Is he? Dennis Askins? I think he is. I think I, I saw so him a couple years ago. Oh, no. We're gonna have a situation where he might not be dead. Look it up quickly. He is still alive. Yay! <laughs> Thank God. We okay, we are not now. doing well. <laughs> he was saved by the bell. <laughs> da, 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 da. This is also this is also goes to show how uh, up to date we are on our pop culture. <laughs> oh boy, that's true. Uh, well, we can't all be Greg Wyshynski. Seventy-three years young. Ooh, nice work. Haskins. Yeah. Why was I thinking he was ten, like ten years older? He was in his eighties. Ah, fuck if I know, man. Yeah. I I, don't know. I can barely get what go what's going on in my brain, much less yours, Lyle. So you know. Oh, okay, that's fair. You know. Oh, you, know. you don't want to rattle around in mine. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> it's I, dark and unpleasant. Lyle, I have to deal. I have to deal with Jen, and I'm not going to deal with you, man. Like I I love you and everything, but Jesus, I already got too much on my plate. Myself, 
the 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 wife friend, the cat. It's all fucking cat. Uh, I can't even talk to you. Nah, he yells at me all the fucking time. I don't know what he's saying. I think he's speaking in, in, Turkish. In, in, yes, the cat says, in the word of my people. <laughs> exactly. He's speaking Catalonian, and I don't get it. Yes. Um. What, you want a treat? <laughs> we give him enough of that, that round bastard. Yeah. He, yeah Jesus. He's going to eat the cat version of a Stairmaster here. Soon. We, he runs up the stairs every time he hears me unlock the door, and he's just like, ha, I'm here. And then <laughs> that's about <laughs> it. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, ben A. Flurry tied for second all time in wins. Congrats to him. Well deserved. Daps and head well taps. Deserved. Um. He will be breaking Patrick Waugh's, uh Well, he'll move ahead of. He's not Patrick Waugh's record. He's moving ahead of Patrick Waugh. The record belongs to Marty Brodeur, and he's not going to be catching Marty Brodeur. No, no. He's well, at no, the tail end of the career. He's kind of running out of runway there. But and the trap he... and the trap game is uh, able to be broken now. So yeah, but at least he uh, at least he you know he moves into second all time, and and again you know well deserved. He's 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 had a he's had a very it's God it's hard to believe like yeah we, we remember when they drafted him we remember him as a rookie yeah, we do statement. that was my first thought when they were like he's played fifteen hundred games I was like, like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been around that long? Jesus, I am <laughs> older than dirt. <laughs> Guys, if he's listen, older only... than dirt, and we listen. were doing this before dirt. What does that yeah. make us? You, you know, I, the the thing that I love about it is that that meme of uh, uh, saying, "Oh, I'm 33. I'm spry. Just starting my life." And then you, sports announcer, he's 32 years old. It's amazing how he gets up every day to play. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. I'm impressed he can still eat solid food, Carter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Back to you. Uh, anything else, Lyle? Nah, I think we covered the important stuff. All right, stuff. let's fucking go. Immaculate. Yes, it's game show. Grinda. Pew, 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 pew. Cross the top. <laughs> Sabres. Blue Jackets. First round draft pick down the side. Bruins. Rangers. Capitals. Oh, well, I know you guys have got this one. Boys that, are going to run that caps one, board, and we'll start with Mark with the C. Run the caps board, baby. God, what was that? that uh, so I don't know if he ever played for the Blue Jackets. Are you thinking mm-hmm. of Teddy Ruth? Ted, yeah, what's his? what was his actual first name, though? He, he was, never was actually his first played. Name. He never played, like, at <laughs> he all. He never yeah, played never, at all. Sorry, no. he never Damn. actually played. Okay, was, so yeah, we all knew. We all knew the minute you we walked through that door, right away, right? Teddy Ruth was <laughs> going to try to be picked. The goddamn door! <laughs> I'm not even a Capitals fan, and I remember that name from that tree. Yeah, you. fucking Teddy Ruth. <laughs> so I give you full props for that that deep pole. It's too bad well, he didn't play. I didn't even, one I didn't even game. say it. Everybody if else he didn't played said it. at least one game. That would because that would if he played one game, it would have fit in two spots or exactly. maybe two spots because it would have fit in this one right here. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Who would have been more obscure? I'm gonna go. You know what? I'll go with Sergey Fedorov with the Caps uh, Blue Jackets. There's not many. All right. Not many picks on this one, but I think this could be forty percent. Wow. Yeah. So that's wow. Yeah. That's why we were going. For I would have. Price. I would have assumed Chris Clark would have been much higher than. Uh. Wow. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. Good point. So I guess we're going for the high score then. Yeah. Now we're going to high score. Yeah. What we'll <laughs> no, do? Remember, first no, pick. No. 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 This isn't puck Duke. That is true. This, this is this, this is, is the, the one we don't give a shit about. We're just getting yeah. names in. Uh, yeah. John. Um. 
Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who do we got here? Who do we got? Who do we got? <laughs> got a lot of... Who are you doing, bud? Who are you doing? Eight Where boards. Are you going? Lots of lots of spots here. A lot of spots. A lot of open. Press your luck. Big money, no whammy. Um, so like they they cap savers. I don't really have anybody good for that. That's fine. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, you. For do. some reason, the first person that came to my head, and it might be recency because it came up, it was Reggie Savage for that spot. That's not the most recent. Well, he died recently. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we, he did pass <laughs> away. Oh, I don't wow. think I don't think he played but for the Sabers though. For the I, Sabres. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I know one, but I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm, I'm, I know. I know a couple. I don't. I don't. Uh, no, you. No, you go, Johnny. I don't know if I'm. You also have this. The old all of, all these other boards too. Yeah, we don't have to. There are other boards. <laughs> there are other boards. Um. <laughs> Go ahead, Lyle. You can go. All right, pass from John. Lyle. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to go Capitals and, and, and Sabres. Okay. Mark, back me up on this. Your Do buddy, it. your pal. Do it. Mojo himself, Marcus Johansson. Yeah. yeah. I've, heard, John, I, I've erased him from my Missed memory. opportunity, John. 10%. No, Ooh, that's I a was, little higher than I expected, but uh, yeah. I was thinking uh, Phil Housley, your... Clint Millardchuk, and um, Mike Greer were my other ones. Jeez, look at you blowing the dust off Mike the Greer. antiques. And you guys get after me for these <laughs> old-timey guys. Holy shit. Right? <laughs> no, good pull, really. All right. Uh, Larchuk. Um, John? Touch Boston and Blue Jackets. Okay. Uh, Jeff Sanderson. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Let's find out. Oh. Uh, darn Mark, I'm gonna go Rangers and <clears throat> Blue Jackets, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna go with the two obvious ones. Yeah, who are Rick Nash and Marion Gabrick. I'm gonna go with the third less obvious one, Brandon Dubinsky. Yes, Dubinsky's nice. a good one. Although, Ruby. although I think Marion Gabrick would have been fairly low too, because I think everyone forgets his stint with. Columbus. I think we mentioned that last week. Could be. Yeah. Well, we'll that never know. Surprising with some of these, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to Lyle. As we flip. Alrighty. Uh, I'm gonna go old school. Boston Bruins. Uh, first round pick. And I just forgot what I was gonna say. Hang on. Jesus Christ! You did a voice and you forgot. <laughs> it. Don't do the voice. Sergey Samsonov. Samsonov. Damn, in honor, in honor of him, uh, his his counterpart. No picture, really. This guy no was fucking picture, rookie of the really? year. He was the rookie Jesus. of the year. Hockey reference. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Anyway, and that's why immaculate grid is is Eats our my ball. balls, uh, Johnny. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a really, really good Capitals first round pick from like the '70s that Scotty knows. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to use any of the obvious ones that I have pictures of, because they all actually played for the Caps, and everybody remembers who they are. That's that is true. Um, I'm thinking of one down there too, but nothing compared to what Scotty could probably pull out. So I'm going to leave that one alone. Like too. the for some reason the like first Capitals pick is like not popping into my head, but I know that I've heard it like over and over and over again. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see here. Let's see. What do we got? 
Um, Bruins, Sabres, and Tim Conley. Did he play for the Bruins? Or was it the other Conley that played for the Bruins? I don't think he played for the Bruins. I don't but think he played he, for the Bruins. He, he, he played like Sabres and, and Senators. And Islanders. And Islanders, uh, yeah. But I don't think I'm not good on this one. Okay. I, mean, I, I need my brain to click over. You can yeah. do the obvious Boston-Columbus one that Mark mentioned with the Rangers and Columbus one. Then just put it in there. All That's right. Fine. Johnny goes with Rick Nash. There it is. There it is. Big time. Yeah, I don't. My brain's not clicking in on this one. It's all right. It's okay, buddy. Mark. Um. Hmm. I mean, let's just go. Cast first round pick Eric Fair. That's a good pick. Ooh. That's yeah. a good pick. That's point four percent. That's a good pick. Bad. Uh, What's the one you were going to say, Scotty? Ones I were thinking of were Can't Miss Chris Beach uh-huh. and Greg Jolly. That's the one I was thinking, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So who is Al Jensen? Uh, he was a goalie who was drafted by the Flames. No, he okay. was probably drafted by the Caps. And then he went to the Flames. I had him in my head. He did play for the Caps, though. He was okay. one of the dog shit. Was he a first-round pick? I am trying to find that out right now, but the internet is not taking care of me. So we will get back to that in a second. Mm. Um, let's see. Nope. 31st overall and 78 by the Red Wings. So third, uh, second round pick at that time, maybe. There you go. Yep. All that right. would have been a second rounder. Yep. Trade it to, uh, trade it to the Caps in 81 for Mark Lofthouse. Mark Lofthouse. Sounds like a made up name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so there you go. Never played for the Flame. What goal, what fucking Caps goal <laughs> you played? Pat Reagan. That's Pat what Reagan. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Is. All right. The anyway, who whose guess is it? It's, it's uh, Miles. 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 Okay. Uh, New York Rangers first round pick there, and uh, I'm gonna take uh, your uh, your Ricky Middleton. That's a good one. Yep. That's a good one. People think he's a Bruins first yeah, rounder. He was Out 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 the uh, out the uh, <laughs> draft picking mark. Johnny, bring us on home now. <laughs> bring us home, Johnny. Sabres and Rangers, uh-huh. Chris Drury. That's a good one. There you I are. Like that one. There you are. Bring us on home. Eighteen percent. That's the, actually good. Eighteen percent. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah. Um, yeah. twenty-two caps and fucking Blue Jackets. Really? Wow. The ones I could think of: Jason Chimera, yep. Chris Clark, mm. um, of course Sergey. Sergey. Yeah. Who else? Who else we got here? Uh, Chris Beach. Hey, there you go. Anson. The, of course, Andrew Castles. Andrew Cal, of course. <laughs> Just to talk oh, to so yeah, put Andrew your Castles Chino. in the wrong hole. Curtis Glenn Cross. Yeah. Ah, good Long Island boy, Sonny Milano. Oh. Oh. That's right. He did start it out there. No goalies. And Just Yuri all... Novotny. I just Yuri like Novotny. saying the name. Yuri Novotny. How about why. Sammy Lapisto? No? Nah, uh, Yuri Novotny. Milan Yurchina. Yeah. Oh, Jamie Hewart. The power yeah. play specialist. There you go. Jean-Luc Rampierre. You get your money's worth when you I buy those jerseys. I have no idea when he played for the Capitals. <laughs> he, played, oh, he, look, he played 2004. He played that dog shit year. Oh, he, he That's played probably 13, why he played 13 2004. Yeah. He did score a goal. <laughs> exactly. One of his four career goals. Oh, no, yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. Four goals at Sean Collins. Oh, no. 
Are there, is that two over on the right hand side? Is that's that goals or blue, games? That's games and then goals. The uh, oh, yeah, third column. Yeah, career goals. So one of his four career five goals career goals because four plus one equals five. Thank no, you. but as that's, long as these that's, are the that's, that's his blue jacket. Oh, that's what the blue jacket. Ah, yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, excuse me. Any other spots or go to Pachaduka? Yeah, go to the Pachaduka. All right. So that was poor on my part. That's all right, man. We'll get it. We'll get it back. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Haley, Taylor, Simon, no clue who they are. They hate everybody. Across the top, Team Sweden, Stanley Cup winner and 500-plus career points. Down the side, Tampa Bay Lightning, St. Louis Blues, Detroit, Red Wing. Um, so let's get some coin tossage going in this one. Heads, heads high, tails low. Heads high, tails low. Prepare to flip. Go. Heads high, baby. Go, baby. <laughs> Highest score wins this weekend. Let's go. Uh, we'll start off. Johnny can start his redemption arc. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to go Lightning, Stanley Cup winner, uh, Vasilevsky. See, go. here's the problem with this with this one. Is everyone's going to think recency bias, so it's going to be very split. So this one's yeah. not going to be that high, but 3%. Could be Get out of town. Could be, right, again, went Stammer probably. Stamkos, Hedman, <laughs> Kucherov. Kucherov. So he could still be top five for all we know. I mean, he could be top five in this one. But what if somebody? But the problem we so we gotta we gotta like double think ourselves here. I bet people a lot of people went like Dave Anderchuk. Oh, they could have double. They were thinking tried to double flip reverse it. Yeah. yeah, Nikolai yeah. Javi Bullen. Damn yeah. it! I think Bullen would have been in round three percent right. too. It's gonna be fun to look at to see who the higher. I bet the higher ones are the ones from the the the. How arts. wild would that be? Where we're just like, what the fuck's this recency yeah. biased? Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Mark. All right, Stanley Cup winner from Detroit. I'm going to go Nicholas Lidstrom. Detroit. Detroit. No, you're, Detroit. No, no. Detroit. Detroit. Thank you. <laughs> Only 4%, guys. Yeah, what, are we fucking, what are we fucking doing here? It's not like the Red Wings have won the Stanley Cup That's since then. That's crazy. All right. This all is right, awesome. All right. Okay. All right, all right Lyle. Come on, Lyle. Let's fucking do <laughs> yeah, this. Come on, Lyle. All right. Stanley Cup winner. St. Louis Blues. Uh-huh. Jordan Bennington. All right. Come on. Big money. Big money. Big money. 6%. Big money. 16. 16. Ooh. Better. Better. Not better. great, but better. Got to go high. Got to yeah. go higher. Got to go higher than that. Higher than a four. Higher than a four. Right. I thought, well, he's Lightning. still with the team, so it would be higher. Uh-huh. Right? Lightning, Team Sweden, Hedberg. Hedman, I mean. Victor oh. Hedman, yeah, absolutely. All right, absolutely. there we go. This is there, back Trump. on track. Back on Trump. 70%. Back on track. Yes. 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 Back yeah. on track. There you are, brother. Did right it. There. Did right it. There. Fuck yeah. All right, Mark, to you. Let's close off the T. We're going to go 500 career points for the Lightning. And I'm going to go with, uh, hmm, damn, I, I had a good one in mind that I knew everyone was going to Just put Steven Stamkos on that's there because that's going to be the one that's equal. Yeah, Fucking easy absolutely. one. Easy money, Let's baby. Catch 20. Oh. 21. Well, that's 21. 21. All right. I would have thought too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. It's all right. It's Be all right. Way. All right, Lyle. All right. Here we go. Come on, Lyle. Let's get it back. Here we all go. Right. Right. Here we go, buddy. Right. Here we go. Uh, St. Louis Blues. Yeah. Five hundred career. Oh, points. here it is. Brett Hall. Come yes, on. of course. Oh, Brett Hall. Could and not be anybody shot, else baby. but Brett Hall. 
Nineteen percent? What are we fucking <laughs> Jesus, doing here? Yeah. What are we doing here? I mean, yeah, guys, uniqueness is high, but Jesus, yeah, but at what cost? Much higher than that. Come yeah, on. my fucking dick's not gonna get hard for one thirty-three. <laughs> Let's go. I gotta get some blue chew if Jeez. I need that. All right, wow. open bar for the last three, and you guys better fucking let's make it work because um, this one right Red here. Wings, Team Sweden. Uh huh. Thomas Holmstrom. Oh. Yes. Okay, yes, that's a good yes. one. That's a good one. Come on. Nine percent. What? what? No, here's 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 the Cronwall? fucking is no. Here's the fucking problem. Yes, yes. Here's the fucking problem. Zetterberg would have been a better one. I just thought. Yeah. Or uh, or no, Zetterberg. we we switch we switch Lindstrom over <laughs> yeah, to that. I'm an idiot. Lindstrom should have been oh, there, and Steve that... Stevie Y in the cup rate because Stevie Y would have been bank on this one. But Stevie Y, I still thought, I still thought Lindstrom oh. would have been a much higher yeah, than that. Put, put oh. Y in the, oh, the yeah, bottom no, right. Yeah, good, put, good. Put All right, here we go. There. Boom. Here we go. There, what the fuck 13. with the? Th <laughs> okay. Again, I will say this: could be the fact that they have umpteen 11 500 point players. Okay, I'm gonna blow this thing right. All right, out let's of the end water. this, Lyle. Yeah, Fucking end it. One. End this. Um, Oscar Sundquist. Okay. Right. <laughs> I could lose. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> fucking like two percent. Yeah. One seven. My dick's not right, getting hard show, for one seven. How much show was me, it? Show me. How, how much was Sundquist? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. My dick's. But my dick's show not getting. Show me who was number one on the Lightning yeah. Stanley Cup winners. Yeah. Lightning Stanley Cup winner. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, uh, Stanley Cup winner, Stamkos, 9%. Stamkos. 9%. Stamkos. Jesus. So, we hold on. Here's the thing. We chalked, we got, we chalked we the 500 career. Chalks. We chalked all of these. And Bennington. And Bennington. And, uh, and Hedman, oh, no, obviously. Hedman, yeah. But look, you were saying put Stevie Y there in in that Stanley Cup. It's chalk. Ten percent. It's still yeah, chalk though. Lidstrom, Lidstrom was, was again. There we go. Still, uh, wait a minute, Chris Osgood was higher up on that than Lidstrom. Well, you got to remember he that did people win. are trying to get low scores. And he did. Yeah, we he did not. win three Stanley Cups. And we were. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's like a, it's a little bit of reverse psychology. Yeah. I'm just happy that. 70% comes out with headband there. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah. uh, Freddie Modine. It doesn't look Michael like Render. there's a whole lot. Michael Nylander, Michael of course. Nylander? Yeah. Holmquist, and then just a bunch of Joseph yeah, Bomardine. There's not a whole lot there. A bunch there, of so names with that's, 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 yeah. that's why that's a good 70. Yeah, that's a good 70. That's a real good 70. I like that 70. Yeah, I like how it goes Lord. from 70 to 70. Right. 7. 7. 4. There we go. <laughs> Almost 9,000 people and then barely 1,000 for poor Freddie Modine. Yeah. Who, in yeah. that era, super underrated Freddie Modine. And I'll go to my yes, grave saying that. So, yeah. Um, so. See, so Hedman, Stamkos, Hall. Iserman, Bennington. We got five, five chalk. And they yeah. just weren't high. Just weren't and, high. Well, technically, we I mean, we could have switched Lindstrom over. We we did get Lindstrom, just not in the right spot. Yeah. It's yeah. like, was, you know, when yeah, we play Wordle, right yeah. we got a bunch of greens and one yellow. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's true. But let's be honest. What was, what was, who did we put here? It was Holmstrom. He had nine. Holmstrom. So yeah. you add yeah, 20, we, you add yeah, 20 so to click it. On that. How quickly click did that the, one go yeah. down? Zetterberg. Zetterberg, been, too. See, Holmstrom was, was three. Holmstrom was even third. Yeah. Johan Franzen. Johan Franzen. <laughs> Lucas Raymond. Beery Salming. Yeah. Jonas Gustafsson, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Mm, yep. Forgot about him. The monster. Yeah. Magnus Helberg. Helberg, baby. Uh, 
Elmer Soderblom. and love. Yeah. Magnus comes to Hellberg. <laughs> <laughs> Par juice. Uh, my favorite is breakfast Is that Christian screen. Juice's dad? <laughs> it is? Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Yes. Would, you like some, would you like some par juice? It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. There's yeah, Christian Juice see. right there. There he is. Yeah. Look at him. See, yeah. that Christian Juice. <laughs> yeah, I tempt you he played for Detroit. When did yeah. that happen? He, he got that happened there. Yeah, right after he won the cup. Went to yep. Detroit. Yep. Man, oh, man. That's right, man. You had, thought, uh, you had a couple kids. Came, did he come from Anaheim? No. no. I thought he went to Anaheim after the cup. I don't fucking know. Whatever, man. forget it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he went somewhere, man. He went somewhere. <laughs> he went somewhere. He's a Caps first rounder. Uh, you're that correct. wasn't too bad. So here's the irony. The average uniqueness is 150. We were only 29 over it. That's true. Yeah. Over it. Yeah. yeah. Average score, 8.2. We got the whole nine. Uh, and Mark, you are yeah. Cor- he went to the Ducks. I was yeah, right. You're correct. He went to the Ducks, and then went to somehow went to Detroit after that. Yeah, and then that the was best it. uniqueness was one. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. Now he's over in Switzerland. So shout out uh, Christian Juice. Oh, man, All right. he was a first round pick, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> unfortunate. He was a so. seven seven. Yeah, there you go. In 2012. Yeah, great year for wine. Oh, see, the first round pick Capitals, we could have put Sasha Pakalak in there. Oh, fuck. That would have been a good one, too. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know why his name just came to Jesus. Head, but... Man, that would have been your Leland Irving of this era. Oh, there you go. That was that. That's ingrained in my head because I think I yelled at the TV for the next 45 minutes drunk <laughs> in the hotel room. Yeah, it's just like, what are we doing? This is bullshit. And that was 05, wasn't it? Fuck. Yeah, that was that was, a, that was the uh, that was the Ottawa conference room draft. Yeah, yep, the Ottawa, yeah. And yep. Joe Finley was the one right after him. Oh Oof. no, it wouldn't have counted because Sasha Podoluk never played a game in the NHL. Oh, oh come on, damn! Right there with your Teddy Ruth. Yep, Teddy Ruth. When was Teddy Ruth? Uh, Teddy Ruth wasn't even a first rounder. <laughs> he was a second rounder. Wow, that 2007 draft for the Caps was dog shit. <laughs> Carl Osner was the only one to play out of that class. Wow. I thought, I thought, who got drafted with Green? Uh, Schultz. That was and Ovechkin. Gotcha. Green and Fair. <clears throat> nope, Fair was the year before. Oh, Theo. Theo Ruth. Yes, yeah. was his name. Theo Ruth, yeah. Ah, we like Teddy yeah. Ruth better. That's no, why I thought, Teddy. I, I'm, I'm almost certain that Green and Fair were the same year. No, nope. uh, Green and Schultz. Fair was 2003. Green and Schultz were 04. Yeah, because I have a picture of two Caps draft picks in the first round. Yeah, and that was yeah, it was Green and Schultz because it was 27th and 29th. They picked two picks up, or three picks apart. Two picks, whatever. That was the Ovechkin draft. No one could care less about them, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, there we go. Same with the Pisto also in that draft class. So, all right. Lyle, it's been fun. Chris Bork also in that draft class. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Jesus, 2004 draft of uh, just the riches for the Capitals. I mean, just memes. If memes were a thing back then, my and, God. And then and then 2007 happened. It was dog shit. Woof. Dog oh, shit. Man, look at this run in, in 03. Brent Seabrook, uh, Dustin Brown at thir- Jeff Carter at 11, Dustin Brown at 13, Brent Seabrook at 14, Zach Farisi 17, Eric Fair 18, 
Ryan Getzlaff, 19. Brent Burns, 20. Kessler, Ryan Kessler, 23. Mike Richards, 24. Brian Boyle, 26. Yeah. Corey Perry, 28. Patrick Eves, 29. Patrice Bergeron, 45. Mark, I I will ask you to never again mention the 2003 (laughs) NHL draft. I've told, Stewart, you guys, I've told you guys that story many, many times of me screaming at the TV because <laughs> the Canadians didn't take Ryan Getzlaff. So yeah, well, don't yeah, ever I mean, remind every, me of Taking that Eric again. Fair instead of Ryan Getzlaff. Yeah. Immediately would have right been better him. off if they took, Ryan, if they took Eric Fair instead <laughs> yeah, of but the dog shit. They they knew they, the Caps knew they were going to be playing in multiple outdoor games after that draft. True. That's why they God, picked Eric Fair. The, the worst player... Like the worst pre- the, the worst player in the top twelve picks is Hugh Jessamine at yeah. twelve, who yeah, didn't do shit. Jo- pick, yeah. Joe Pavelski but, got picked in the seventh round that year. Yeah, but the worst player in the top ten was Nikolai Zherdev, and he still had a pretty decent career. Yeah, yeah. okay, like, career. All yeah. all ten. Everybody up until that Hugh was Jessamine, one of the deep, yeah. That was yeah, one of the it's deepest amazing, drafts like, in NHL history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the deepest draft ever. Dustin Bufflin, Stahl, Dustin Horton, Bufflin in the Zherdev, eighth round. Panic. Certainly in recent memory. I mean, you go back 20 years or 25 years that that was, you know, you have to go back to, I think it was, was this, this, I think the 1979 draft. They, somebody did a comparable of those two as, as which was the, the, the greatest draft year, you know. But there were also less teams in 79 also. So you'd have a higher, uh, you yeah, have you'd a higher be, you, pool of players. You'd be surprised, though, looking back on some of those drafts and how some of them were like, yeah, there were some all-stars in there, sure, some Hall of Famers, but there was also teams that had high pick that took garbage. Yeah, you know? well, if they would have used YouTube, then they would have been able to well, watch yeah. highlights. You know, if they had used all these scouting guides that are available. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's people that write 1,500-page scouting guides. Did you just fucking use that? Seven, mm. the 79, you can download it off the internet. <laughs> the 79 draft. Could you imagine how long that would take? To I know. Jesus. The 79 draft had 17 players over 1,000 games. Yeah. Yep. With the That's likes crazy. of Dave Christian, Mike Foligno, uh, Michelle Goulet, Neil Broughton, Glenn Anderson, Brad McCrimmon, Kevin Lowe, Guy Carboneau, Dale Hunter, Mike Gartner, Ray Bork, Mark Messier. Sheesh. Yeah. God. A... That's why they were saying they did a compare. I remember seeing, I can't remember who it was. Somebody did this several years ago. They did a comparison of the 79 draft and the, and the 2003 draft. And it's like, oh boy. Some of them, yeah, you get, you know, some that are just an embarrassment of riches. And then you get a team like my Canadians who embarrassed themselves and couldn't pick shit in those drafts. So, all right. So, for, so oh, Kostit, Andre Kostitsin was 10. Where did the other Kostitsin come in? Uh, was he a couple years later? 20-something? Not sure. Don't care. I, I prefer not oh, to remember He just don't want to talk about it. He just doesn't want to talk about it. He just doesn't want to talk about it. Daniel I... Carcillo at 73 uh, overall. Hey, there Mark, you go. Hey, so, Mark, yeah. it's a personal matter. I don't <laughs> want to talk yes. about it. All right, so... <laughs> it, was pro- actually, it was probably experience. Kevin Hayes' fault. So, so total, total drafted players in 79, 103, 130 for 2003. Uh, percentage oh. of players in the NHL for 79, 81.7. For 2003, 44.5. Average career games is uh, for 79 was 479. And Ooh. for the 2003, 395. Average career goals, uh, 107 in 79. Holy shit. 67 in uh, 2003. 
career points, 286 and 79, 172 and 03, and then penalty minutes, 558 and 256. Again, well, different show the time. In style of game, though, for Such those players drafting 79 and those oh, yeah. in 03. Yeah. So, but here might be an interestingly, an interesting conversation as well, right? In 79, you were paying scouts that were watching games in the stands and may have gone and watched a certain player and ended up finding another player that nobody knew about and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing, right? In 2003, you had the beginnings of the internet. Yeah. yeah. You had people that maybe were not actually at some games and instead watched a shitty video of it somewhere or watched a highlight film. You know, like as as we get older, as we go through 2023 draft, I know that scouts still exist. They still oh, yeah. go to games. Mm-hmm. They still do all that. And they're still a massive part of these teams. But also, there's so many random ass highlight packages out there that you see some kid doing all of this really cool shit and you miss the fact that he doesn't have a 200 fuck game yeah. or mm. something like that, unless you're literally watching him play. Yeah. Like, I almost wonder if the change in the way of how people scout, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is also attributing to like. People taking a flyer on some guy that's like, well, they didn't make the team. That's fine. We'll move on to the next person. You know, nobody wants to be a flyer though. That's true. That's what I've heard. That brings us full circle. That's what I've heard. Now, Lyle, they did get Yaroslav Halak with the 271st overall pick there in 2003. Was that. There so. was that. I, we will always have 2010. Yes, that's true. We will that's always true. have 2010. Okay. Right. There we go. That happened. Lyle, thanks again. Uh, appreciate pleasure, it, guys. As always, we will uh, talk to you next always. week. <laughs> always, yes. Always, always, always. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, no, always. <laughs> and we right, will uh, talk to you uh, next week. There. Talk to you next week, guys. Take care. Hello. And there he goes. It's Law Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey on all the social medias. Johnny P, how about some shoutouts? Um, I will give a shout out to the start of 2024. The Black Bears have played well in their two games, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's been fun. It's been a a decent ten days. I've been sleeping well. I a diss to Maryland weather. Oh yeah, where it's 60 degrees currently and it's going to be 30 degrees tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, shout out to uh, maybe being in Buffalo for the Bills game this weekend. Wow. Okay. Okay. Maybe. See what happens. All right. Why not? Make it happen. Uh, Mark. Ah, shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Mm. Do I have any shout outs? Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. I started uh, picking up the old guitar again. See it in the Ooh, background. Shout out to the old guitar. You're still uh, screen sharing, by the way. I don't oh. know if you know that or not. No, 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 didn't. No one watches the video <laughs> anyway. We we don't have the video. We don't have the video anywhere at all. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, 
Not that I was going to sh- the guitar's back there. I don't know if you can see it. Probably not. <laughs> no, I saw it. I can. Yeah, 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 you can. can. Okay. Because I can't see it on my my little feed window here. Oh, so. okay. Um, you need a bigger monitor. That's true. Yeah. Just kidding. So um, shout out to to recallusing the old fingers there. I restrung the guitar for the first time in, I don't know, nine, ten years. Oh. So sounds good. Better than sounds it, like a country sound. Better than it did. <laughs> um, looking around the room per usual, I don't <laughs> see anything in here to be thankful for. So Th- I'm done shout out this. lamp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? Is, All done. Why is Sprite and Smartwater promoting together? That's weird. Oh well. Also, shout out to uh, apparently White Claw is releasing non-alcoholic. White claw. That's just Which seltzer water. Just seltzer water with flavoring. <laughs> exactly. That's just that's just that's just boobly. So shout out to uh, to marketing and branding. Fucking non-alcoholic seltzer. It's just seltzer, man. What are we doing? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Anyway. They were like, looking. Look how good we are. We're selling seltzer with water or uh, seltzer with vodka in it. Exactly. Selling that spicy water. Anyway. Uh, shout out to the Muter Museum. That was a fun trip. Um, and there was parking like right next to the building, so I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Don't have to try to search for parking in downtown Philly. Back again. Um, a diss and a shout out. Shout out to Todd Butts. Um, I'm doing some, some secret stuff behind the scenes, and he's helping me out with it. So shout out to him. Looking forward to the sex tape when it comes out. Fucking, you know it, baby. Well, no, that's that's a lie. I'm too old for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by like twenty years. Exactly by double, <laughs> by almost double. Um, uh, shout out to uh, not having to break out the arc uh, when I woke up this morning. So that was good mm. to get down to uh, Odington. So there we go. That's it. We've done it. Another show in the books. For Johnny P. Mark with a C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, on all the socials at FOHS Radio. You can check us out there. It's a great time had by all. And until we talk to you again next week, uh, be well. See you then. Peace.